COVID vaccinations for no longer neutral. Black Lives Matter, whether it's a hash. Can't take it no longer. It's minority children that are suffering the most. Begin to have real conversations. No, no longer, longer neutral. neutral. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to No Longer Neutral. Please don't forget to follow and rate our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at No Longer Neutral. I am Dr. A.D. And I am Dr. Sharice Roper. And I'm Dr. Michael Haygood. What's up, y'all? Hey. Hey, what's going on, team? Hey. It's been a good day. It's been a day. It's been a day. It's been a day. It's been a week. It's been a week. Yes. With everything going on in the news, I think you guys just said something to me that's really important, and that is to all of our listeners, you know, a lot's going on right now. A lot of negative stuff is going on. Um, A lot of stuff just in general. I'll call it stuff because I don't really want to describe any of it in general. Because really focusing on it will make certainly our team depressed once again. But we know what's going on out there in the in the real world with Roe versus Wade, with guns, with January 6th hearing. And we're going to move on from that. We're going to actually talk about some other light things today because we don't want to really just dwell in the mud. So where are we at today, you guys? You know what? We have not heard your bio. Oh. We want to hear a little bit about Michael. We've heard about Ayana. We've heard about Sharice. And now let's hear about Michael. So tell us about your journey. Oh my God, it's a long journey. Um, born to fantastic parents in Los Angeles, California, uh, interracial couple. Really, why that's significant is because uh, my mom was literally removed like from a state. Uh, West Virginia, you have to remember that the loving movie that some people call as the interracial dating movie that um, that yeah. sort of started my and my brother's offsprings. You know, they came to California. I didn't even know at the time that my mother was actually taken to California after my grandmother's house was bombed because my father and my mother were a couple wow. and her sister told um, and so forth. And my mother had to be actually put on a bus to um come here and my dad um no i take that back my dad had to ride the bus my mom um um yeah my mom took a bus my dad actually took a ride with a famous pittsburgh pirate baseball player who happened to be playing in california just to get out of town so it was very severe back in those days i arrived um here in los angeles had a wonderful childhood my parents divorced when i was five um, really important that I had a lot of love in my house. My mother raised all three fantastic, wonderful boys. We were raised in Los Angeles, Compton, Gardena, more the east side um, of things. I went to Gardena High School, um, went in the Army shortly thereafter, was in love with baseball, almost got drafted. Well, I did get drafted, didn't accept. Had a, almost had a baseball career, ended up in the Army, like I said, then ended up at Cal State Dominguez Hills after the Army. Met some fantastic army guys, though, and army women. So uh, hats off to all my friends still in the military. And thank you for your um, service. And, you your service. <laughs> um, and then beyond that, went into Cal State Dominguez Hills. Um, then got a doctorate degree from Azusa Pacific. Um, my challenge and my has always been about being in my mind, not trying to brag, but I feel very multifaceted as far as where I could have went as a career. Mm -hmm. And I chose education because of this third grade teacher who enlightened my life when I was a child and decided that she was not going to send me to the office for 
for talking and getting that paddle from Mr. Mazette back in the day that we used to get paddles in the office. Instead, what she was going to do was adapt her teaching. And I didn't know that could be done. She was the first person that I saw as an adult, whether it be a parent, a teacher, change for a child, adapt for a child, uh, so use different me, methods. As for, than a, than, tell me what she was seeing that there needed some adaption. Oh, I was a talker. I was okay. the ooh-ooh-ooh child. And, you know, if you have to remember that there was no um, – there wasn't a lot of instructional strategies for teachers at the time right. to deal with talkers, mm -hmm. to deal with black boys who traditionally in their home get an opportunity to talk mm -hmm. or talk over each other. And that was just common conversation for me. So to adjust into an appropriate school thing where you had to sit in rows and not talk ever, Right. literally doing dittos every day right. was not the world for me. So until she came into my world, I was literally trapped. I hated school. And then I started to love school because of this one teacher. And I really realized that I could be as instrumental in other children's lives that I saw her be. Her name was Miss Bream. Shout out, Miss Bream. I love you. Uh, you changed one person's life. I know that for sure. And so uh, I've been working in, started out as a third grade teacher in elementary school. Um, then worked as a Title I coordinator, AP. You guys all know pretty much the roadmap. Then ended up becoming a principal in early ed. Um, and now I actually teach early ed at the Na at National University. So that's my second career. And I'm also a mentor for the state of California for early childhood uh, development and for early childhood um, issues or anything that comes around early childhood. So that's sort of my, my field at this moment. Uh, personally, I've been married. I was married for 17 years to a fantastic man named Xavier Boykin. Um, we, like, you know, um, other couples desire to have children. We did. We had um, five in the home at different times, um, you know, of their lives. And so we were just a manifestation of what we pretty much told the world, we're going to do this. We can do this. You know, living on Crenshaw at the time, uh, uh, two gay black men, Married with children was phenomenal, you know. Right. Um, and, you know, be careful what you wish for because obviously I wished for that and I certainly had that and it's been wonderful and I've never regretted any part of it. But coming out of it and desiring to have um, a, a new relationship or knowing that that one had pretty much come to an end mm -hmm. um, was a very hard decision and probably was the biggest decision of my life. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my friends remember me being very unhappy and so forth for a period of time and so I really wanted to weigh out and make sure I was making the right decision and for Michael I did um, um, I did and so obviously it's been hard since you know with the children and them having issues and feelings around it obviously because their lives had to change as well and so you know recognizing that and still trying to love them and still trying to move on and still trying to be good co-parents and also care about the man that I was once in love with is not a challenge for me, but it is um, certainly something that I think about and, and I want to do always. So with that, that's who I am. And I think the thing, only thing I left out was I'm a huge sports enthusiast. I spent a lot of time. <laughs> so, I was just going to ask, what do you do for fun? I like to play tennis. I like to watch a lot of TV. Unfortunately, it's not a good thing for me. I'm a writer. I'm an author. So I did. Um, I have a published book called Let Them Shine. So um, it's actually called Let Them Shine. It's on Amazon and also at Red Leaf Press. Please get your copy today. Yes, yes. Um, Read those copies. And then uh, other than those two things, I love to eat. What's Most your of us do, food? but what you my favorite food are, um, believe it or not, I love lobster. Most people would believe that part. 
But the part you probably wouldn't believe is oxtails. I love oxtails. I just absolutely fall in love with oxtails for some reason. So I love those two um, entrees. So you know what? I'm just over here laughing just a little bit because I was watching a comedy the other day. Now it's slipping me who the comedian was, black uh, comedian. Um, And he talked about oxtails. (laughs) And the, the question was, have you ever seen an ox? Right, where do you get the, the oxtails? That's a good from, question. I right? don't know. There are oxes though. Yeah. Where have you seen one? In Wyoming or somewhere? <laughs> I mean, in, you see cows. You, you see do. All, You're right. I don't even know what an ox looks like. Right. What, is, what is an ox? And and then the other question was, and why did we only get the tail? There's yeah, nothing else on that point. ox that you what what other? What's about the hind part? Yeah. Is there an ox hind out there that you can You know what? Are you looking this up, Ayana? Because I'm interested now in what is an ox. And it made me really think about that because, you know, often we, you know, in in terms of a cultural dish, I find that, you know, we will talk about having oxtails. And then you mentioned it, right? And don't even know what it is. What is it? Where does it really come from? And I'm like you, yes, there has to be an ox somewhere. I know it tastes good. But I haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) I know they taste. Oh, here's an ox. Look at how funny they look. Does it look like you can eat something more than the tail? (laughs) No, it looks like I don't want to harm them. They're like almost like buffalo looking. But there's different kinds of ox, Cherise. And that is the tail. Look at that. So Our producer is holding up a really funny picture. Look at that. Is that a horn? That's the tail. It's an ox tail. That's what I'm eating? I'm not sure that I would. <laughs> All right, listeners, so I want you to just look for yourselves at what an ox tail is. I know is it tastes like. good. Forget what they said, listeners. It tastes good. But yes, yes. Once you've That's done what you funny. need to do. So yeah, oxtails, um, what else? shrimp, anything That's in the funny. seafood order. Yes. And I love desserts, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I've just turned myself into a non-dairy person. Mm-hmm. In other words, I need to stop eating dairy. I've been eating a lot of cheese on my life. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of like come away from that. Mm-hmm. Really fantastic that I'm now looking into detoxing completely from a lot of bad foods and just changing my diet. Tell me more about de- the oh. detox. What are you? I was feeling some pains in my stomach uh-huh. um, a week ago, two weeks ago, uh, going on two weeks to maybe for the last four or five months. Just random pains all of a sudden would come and hadn't really associated it with food or diet at all. Just mm-hmm. felt I was being too rigorous or I'd reach somewhere or bend down and it would just be like, oh, I just pulled a muscle. Thought I was a pulled muscle. Uh, my son was the first who actually said, Maybe this is connected to the fact that you just had four or five tacos. Right. I think I'll and I was I like, shouldn't take a scientist to figure <laughs> that out, but it's kind of did. I didn't even really, really recognize. Okay. And so now what I'm doing is I'm trying to, and I did make a point to see if it was connected. Mm-hmm. And I have found that it has been for me, oh. that it has been attached to my diet. So now I'm actually detoxing with some really good juices. I'm doing some good juice tox, uh, detoxing okay. as well as agave fruit. Yes. And I'm making that in a tea, um, as well as some actual boost pills that are actually boosting my immune system. So got it, got it. I'm doing that as a complete detox, and I'm on five days. I feel great physically. Like, mm-hmm. I could literally skate right now. You know, you remember how I used to use get out skating? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like going skating right now. Like, that's how All good right, I feel. You should go with me. I've been going skating. Yeah, okay, I will. Okay, well, let me know when you're going. We're going. Yeah. And, I, you know, I feel like that physically, but, you know, health-wise, I feel great. You good, know? good. Yeah. 
I like that. I do too. But as, you know, Ayana and I were sharing, it's the mental part. That's yeah. a challenge for me right yeah. now in my life with our careers. We're yeah. looking for the next big thing that we're yeah. going to do in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, probably same for you. I can't, you know, rule you out, you know. We're all looking for that next big thing. You know, we're in our 50s and career. And are we satisfied with what we're doing? So it's one of those. I'm being nudged, I feel like. I know I'm excited about a new uh, career endeavor. I will be sworn in to become a board member for whoop, whoop. right for another school district other than the one that I work with. And I'm readying and praying that that will, you know, I will learn how to you know, create policy and learn some more skill sets and expand my knowledge base so I can move on also. Love being an early ed principal and I love um you know, I love the, the time that I've spent, but you know when it's time to uh start stretching in a new direction, you could feel Well it. put. Mm-hmm. You, you can feel, feel it. When it's yeah. time Absolutely. To start Absolutely. And that's true in life, just not even of career. Yeah, yes. and to be in an organization where you know you're not valued. Like, you know, I've had some challenges in my workplace and um, where I feel I felt for years that I just wasn't a great match with the or with the department that I'm working with. It, it mutu- mutually um, not a great match with my um, my higher. Well, the, you know, not not when you guys were my superiors, but you know, just um, of course not. Yeah, of, of course, course not. not. <laughs> we're here today, today. But you know, I just know that um, there there's. Uh, you know when you're in a place too long, and my, I know my grandmother always say, "Say you don't stay where you're not invited." You know, mm-hmm. for a or long, you don't feel welcome. You don't feel welcome for a long time. Right, right. So you know, we all have expertise and uh, and and place value in. Yeah, you know, we worked hard. We worked hard for where we are. Absolutely. You know, I've gotten a lot of education under my belt, so I'm ready to utilize those a, skills. Utilize those skills and be in a place where. Right. Um, I'm aligned. Right. Mutually, right. mutually that's, that's aligned. It. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mutually alignment is everything for me. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I want personally in personal relationships, which is why I was bringing it up. You know, the whole part about not feeling value because you can actually feel that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In your personal relationship with friends, with family, oh, with yes. just not feeling value, that can actually happen. Yes. So, you know, it's just not that this happens, listeners, to you uh, in your careers and in your achievements. But it also can happen with your personal relationships and, and family. And family. And family. Absolutely. That's sometimes where it happens and the most. Family. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So basically, I think that we were sharing being in a place in our lives where um, it's time to be a little bit more self centered um, and really hone into what our hearts desire, what's making us have dis ease. And, um, you know, I I like that you were talking about your diet and being in tune with, hey, let me connect what I'm feeding my stomach because gut health is our overall health. And I'm proud of you because I was suggesting that for you you to give up that dairy for a while when you were Mm -hmm. having those sinus Mm -hmm. issues Mm -hmm. that, you know, dairy is such a mucus causing um, agent. And I, I also offer for you all to read the book that's called Eat Right for Your Blood Type. Eat right for your blood yes, type. Yes, mm. I've been doing that for the last three weeks, and because I'm more, I'm eating foods that they suggest that are best for my body, and uh, you know, I wish I had been eliminating, and I've lost like five five pounds a week, um, because not doing anything but just sticking to the script because of the lectins 
that may be causing us to be inflamed all the time, have a lot of inflammation and weight retention and water retention as well. So this is the time of our lives where, you know, sky's the limit for us. It's infinite possibilities, and all we have to do is just be still, be still, and be ready to receive. Be ready yeah. to receive. It's the hard part, that be still part. Be still. Because it goes still like completely against what my personality is. So it's really difficult for me to be still, but I am doing that. So thank you. And, yes. you know, I learned a term from one of my girlfriends. She says all the time, I don't want to move aimlessly hmm. because sometimes we are in motion and mm-hmm. we're moving. And, of course, like, you know, in the law of physics, any, with inertia, anything that's moving will continue to, you know, mo- gain, gain more movement. But um, I also know that enthusiasm is really the force that creates momentum. Correct. So you have to be enthused to do the mm-hmm. right to write the right momentum. Correct. And not right. just aimless moving. Yes. Kind of tapping into those those true desires that you have in your heart and in your soul and kind of just moving I think in in that way, right? That what are those things that um I don't want to say just provide me peace, but those things that where you feel good about the things that you're doing, the work that you're doing, you know, and trying to, even if you're in a place where you're like, you know what, I probably have to be here for a little bit longer, but what are those things within that space that speak to me that I can really, you know, manifest and spend time in? Um, for your our listeners who might be a little younger than us, you know, some of us, we've been in positions and in jobs for a while within mm-hmm. the same district or whatever, and it may feel after a while a little mundane. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just I think circling around to see that there's always something that we can do to keep ourselves motivated, motivated and energized like and tap lining. into that <laughs> thing, right? And try to block out the noise, Um I try really hard to go into spaces that when there's some negative going around and, you know, and you, sometimes you're just there and it's just like hitting you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's not for me. Yeah. I'm here and I'm going to be here, but that's not, that's not um, a part of what I'm going to take away. Right. Yeah. I'm going to leave that in the room. And when I leave out, I'm going to take the positive stuff that I've heard with me. Um, so, you know, and, the, and especially right now, because there's so much going on out there, yeah. right? There's so much right now that we're hearing on the <clears throat> news about everything. Um, and there are a lot of life-changing things that we need to be advocates for as well. Take some advocacy around, you know, women's rights and all of that. <clears throat> but at the same time, we have to know our own limitations. Mm-hmm. And, and those how much things. can we take? Yeah. How much should we be taking in? How to yes. stay in your lane? Yes. How to stay in your lane? Yes. Yeah. Ultimately, what you both have just said, and thank you for sharing that, and I've been sharing this with both of you personally, is that you know the whole um, situation around being valued. Every time I hear both of you say that, it hits it on the head for me, because being in a place where you don't feel really valued sometimes, and I'm talking more to my listeners at this point. That if you're in a place where, you know, you don't feel value, whether it be the home or whether it be at your workplace, you know, you just said to me, clearly, you have choices. You know, it may not be right now, but do what you can in the moment that you can while you're there as you're making inspirational dreams, thoughts, wishes, actions to move forward because you won't be there forever. Right. So, yeah, I want you both to know I hear you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And boy, when you get to that other side. Baby, it's going to be a hallelujah dance. <laughs> just like, it's going to be church Sunday now. dance. Trust. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And I meant what I said. Now it's becoming a little bit more clear. I don't think, um, I remember two weeks ago, we just did a big scholarship moment at, at my church that I used to frequent. And, you know, now I don't go to church as often, even though I'm more spiritual probably than I've ever been in my life, um, which tells you more about me than the building. But what's important for me is in that moment of giving that scholarship away to that young person and being a part of that made me feel valued. Mm -hmm. I felt completely valued in coordinating a scholarship for a young person. So that's the direction. You know, I'm a giver, but at the same time, I'm also someone who likes to use my voice on behalf of young people. And I remember, you know, my life goal has always been about youth empowerment and me knowing that I'm here on the planet for that reason. Mm -hmm. What capacity that's going to shape in is weird because I remember having the same struggle in my 20s and 30s and thinking what's going to happen with this youth empowerment and how I feel about youth, and yet it always materialized. Mm -hmm. So having the actual to-do or the action Mm -hmm. behind what I want to happen I need to refrain from. I need to just trust the universe. Right. Is already got it planned out. Right. And sometimes I think trying to plan and do everything yeah. is counterproductive. Right. Just right, trust right. that it's coming to you. You do yeah. the best you can. Like you said, Ayana, to stay inspired, stay mm-hmm. excited, mm-hmm. stay appreciative, stay grateful. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do when you look at at the news and when you're looking at, you know, what's going on in your career. You don't want to be, you know what I mean? A lot happens with you. So stay up, my people, because that's what I'm telling myself. Stay up, Michael. Yes. It's on the way. It's coming. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Michael, for telling us a little bit more about yourself, leading us into this place Mm -hmm. um, of, you know, really... Staying in there. Yeah. And I will add this part. We still learn stuff in the middle of the storm, right? Oh, yeah. There is something that we get out of that. And if we can tap into what am I learning right now, whether it's about myself, whether it's about the organization, what can I take to the next thing, right, that I'm learning right now? And just kind of like you said, just like be in that moment and just like, okay, yeah, this is what I'm getting from here. And we're all going, because that's what I'm doing. Because yeah. you know I'm on that next journey. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Interesting and, that we all sort of, you know, have come to this fork in the road together. Yeah. Like individually, but together. We all have our own path and our own journey. But it's interesting that we're pretty much at the same point in our careers where we just want to find the next significant thing that we can do. That inspires others and ourselves. Because teachers, after all, and educators, I should say, we're givers. Yeah. We are just innately givers. And so that may not come out of us. So to find what that next thing is, is exactly, I think, coming toward us. It's not we're going to be able to find it. It's going to come toward us. Yes, yes. That's right. That's right. Because what you're looking for is looking for you. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. What you are looking, looking for, what you are looking is, for looking is looking for, for you. you. And when you move out of your space, that allows the universe to put the right person exactly. there. Exactly. The mm. person who's supposed to come behind you. They're just waiting for us to move well, out of these way. spaces, move right? Out <laughs> move out the way. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So, you're right. So thank you, listeners. And don't forget to follow and rate our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram at No Longer Neutral. <laughs> <laughs>